Go deep, no sleep. Welcome to the Go Deep No Sleep Podcast, a safe space where we embrace vulnerability and we dig deep into the psyche of the human brain. We have these hard talks on camera in hopes that you, our lovely listeners and viewers, will do the same in your own lives. Now, mental health is the goal and so is paying these bills. So please make sure you visit our website. That's GoDeepNoSleep.com. Check out the merch store. And we also have a new Etsy store, right? Yes. Boom. Go Deep No Sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. share and subscribe anywhere you're listening or watching this video and if you're listening on anchor.fm you can actually click the support button and uh, donate to us on a monthly basis so that way we can keep bringing you some dope ass content that's right my it's our version of only fans wow so subscribe oh and donate my God. all right my name is Jazzy. I'm an artist, songwriter, poet. I'm one-fourth of the vocal group These Guys Worldwide, and I host this podcast alongside my co-host. You've seen her RuPaul's Drag Race Season 5, All-Star Season 2. Right now, you can catch her headlining on the strip, Flamingo Hotel, RuPaul's Drag Race Live. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Coco Montrese. Yes. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Also, <laughs> you crazy. our very, very special guest today also... Is headlining on RuPaul's Drag Race live on the Las Vegas Strip at the Flamingo Hotel. Yeah. She is not only a spectacular entertainer, and I am paid to say that. She is also <laughs> my best friend of 22 years. Oh, she is the... What's your name again, baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, she is Alexis Mateo from RuPaul's dee, Drag dee, Race. Dee, 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 dee. Season 3, All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 5. Yes. Wow. You got it. Yes. I thought you were, for a second, I thought it was going to be a question It's mark. always easy because it's, it's the backwards of mine. I was season five. You were all stars uh -huh. five. Yeah. So it's kind of yes. like, kind of remind me. Yeah. You know. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever Alexis Mateo, everybody was so yeah. excited. Yes. <laughs> What's up, Alexis? I am doing good. I'm so excited. Um, we're going to have a good time. Hell yeah. So we're going to get into, obviously, you guys' new uh, adventure. Ooh, really excited about that. But before we do that, real quick, what is everybody drinking? I am drinking um, Starbucks. What is that vanilla? You know, that little iced coffee thing. Iced coffee. Yeah. Starbucks iced coffee. Orange juice. Orange juice. Yes. With no, no vodka orange juice. No. Just orange juice. Tequila orange juice. No. It's too early for all that. Yeah, I'm Crown and Coke today, not just Crown. Oh, Crown and Coke. Yeah, yeah, I just one of the <laughs> not the white kind. Oh, <laughs> he <laughs> means Coca Cola, folks. They know. Jeez. Well, maybe they no, don't. You have, to, you, have to, you have to let them know because. Yeah. Well, okay. Thanks for having my back. Yeah, take a run with it. <laughs> he was doing Coke on the set. So, Alexis, it's um, I think it it just feels right to have you here because you and Coco's bond is obviously clearly, um, you know what it is. It's like so. Obviously, you should have been here like probably a long time ago. But I'm we're really happy to have you. <laughs> Fight like we fight like brothers, and we perform like sisters. I don't know where that came from. Though. Did you <laughs> smoke with me? Yeah, because she's no. I just got a contact. <laughs> Wait, I'm like, yo, that was <laughs> I just got a contact. All right, for sure. 
Um, but oh my God. can we can we take people to kind of give them something about you guys' friendship that maybe they don't know? I mean, they love your friendship. You guys have basically <laughs> found a way now to monetize off your friendship, which right. is about damn time, I think everyone is saying. So, but give people something about your friendship. That, that, like, how did you guys meet? Da, 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 da. Give me something. Oh, well, I'll let Alexis talk about that. But um, She don't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> she don't remember. No, I do. I do it's remember. okay, Uncle Mario. I, do, oh, Ooh. <laughs> I got this. Damn. <laughs> so, okay, something that people would not know about our friendship. Mm -hmm. I think the reason our friendship has lasted so long is mm -hmm. because... Alexis and I, if we are competing against each other, we have a healthy competition against each other. Mm -hmm. We're not actually competing against each other to to beat each other. Mm -hmm. we, be, we compete against each other to actually build, because we know if one of us win, all of us win. Right. So we will, we'd be like, oh, bitch, if we're going to win, let us win big. So, bitch, you better be good. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. She's the only one I know that can tell me when my makeup is horrible or something like that. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, she's probably right. You mm. know? Don't mm -hmm. fix it, but she she knows it's, I'm right. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you to fix it. Right. I'll be like, well, what, oh, I'm not doing it right. Then come, <laughs> you do it then. What? Do it. <laughs> and a she mess. fall for it every time. A mess. No, when I moved to United States in 2000, um, I started working at Disney World. Mm. And the whole, the whole drag thing, it was just... Amazing to me because in Puerto Rico we did not have shows like we did have in the United States. Mm -hmm. So I visited the Parliament House Resort and the show mm -hmm. was incredible. It was magical for me. You visited, yeah. so you went to the Parliament House. Yes. You were inspired by what you saw. You felt like you were capable of doing it. You knew you could do it. Oh my God, I wanted to do it more yeah. than anything. I don't think, I don't even think I thought that I was going to be able to do it, but I wanted to try. You wanted to try. For okay. real. Right. Um, I was fascinated about stage and performing and trans like transforming myself and yeah. imitating people and things like that since I was little. So okay. the whole entire like, drag was magical for me. So, um, Real quick, who was the first person you ever imitated? Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah, Michael Jackson when I was five years old. It's oh, funny. shit. It's funny she said that because the first person I did was Prince. Really? So, so most... most. So y'all was competing already. The most... <laughs> yeah. The most... But, but most At what time? At what out, age? Oh, but I was a lot older. Oh, God. Yours was at five. I, when I was... No. <laughs> she see, was... She's what? How old are you? 28 years older than me. 28 years older than me. <laughs> no. Oh. No, I'm not. I, uh, Mine was like... I would watch like Josephine Baker and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm the banana dance and doing yeah. all that. So I'm not dating myself and my age. But yeah, I, that's how I got into it. But the first one I performed was Prince. Oh, I see. Yeah. The first see. person she performed was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Wow. I entered a talent show when I was five. Wow. As Michael Jackson and won. And you won. What a wash! What, what's, what's a plastic wash? What song? Was, what was, song did you do? My God! Like I don't even remember what it was mm. back then. I honestly don't remember. You remember? Yeah. I can still see some of Michael Jackson in your performance these days. Yeah, very. I what, can still see. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Don't do it. I, what are you, what the, are you saying? The masculine trait of Michael. Wow. Jackson. Okay. So. <laughs> oh my God. So, anyways, you make your you make your way to the states, and you go to the Parliament House. You like what you see. You've yes. been wanting to imitate and transform since you were a kid. You knew that you had this knack for it because you won a competition uh -huh. at five. So you get up there, you see it. How do you actually though work up the courage to actually do it though? 
Um, actually, it was I entered. Okay, so I entered a talent show. Okay, at the Parliament House. At the Parliament House. Yes, I won. Coco took me there once. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was on Tuesdays. It was the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hood, um, hood. It was uh-huh. hood. It was hood. I won, and Darcel Stevens, that was the show director. Oh, um, Coco told oh. me. <laughs> 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 she told me that um, it was a pageant, a newcomer pageant happening at the Parliament House, and mm-hmm. that each one of the cast members of the show had a person that you can put in the pageant. They were like mentors for yeah. the new generation. Okay. And she was like, if you are interested, I will put you in the pageant, and I will give you a mentor. Okay. And I was very excited about it. So I was really hoping for Tasha Long or Maya. <laughs> My Andrews, <laughs> some of the people that I saw at the show, yeah. but then she called Coco in the dressing room, and I remember Coco was the shortest thing ever. Still, uh, <laughs> wait, that's how we met. Real shit. Yeah, that's how y'all met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't think people know that. No, nobody knows that. Wow. And, um, I didn't know that. That's I great. Remember, wow. I remember seeing her at work because we used yeah. to work at Walt Disney, but I never thought that she was a drag queen. First of all. Yeah. Because the Parliament House, okay, the Parliament House used to focus more in the transgender community. So uh, I never saw mm-hmm. her, like, I never saw Coco as part of that look. Okay. You right, know what I mean? right, right. So it was surprising to see her coming out of the dressing room. And I was like, oh my God, I know you from Disney. Of course, I didn't say nothing to say. It was no English back then. But uh, um, were you okay? Be just. I just really want to have an honest moment. Were you disappointed though that she was going to be your? No, I was excited. I you was were like, excited. Oh my God, yeah. Keep I was being like, messy. No, 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 I'm just no. No, I'm no, disappointed no, no. now. I didn't mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So that might have come off messy. But the reason the reason why I was asking was because she had already mentioned names that she. Yeah had hopes for like oh tasha long blah 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 blah, blah. well tasha then, long because tasha long yeah, okay, you get coco the first time that i walk into <laughs> the theater tasha long was performing alicia keys right and that stayed in my head oh. for the rest of my life uh, and that's okay. amazing and maya too. andrews because she was the latina cast in the show and for me that was a powerful thing Her yeah Janet um, was amazing. people don't realize how much you can identify with somebody than just knowing where she come from right so as maya being the mexican girl in the cast yeah and she was stunning like Gorgeous. oh my god and super talented so i was like not just in shock to see her represent the latino community but i was yeah. like oh my god we got the one <laughs> like yeah. it was like you always root for your own people so that was for very sure yeah, for sure so but i never unless you're black I never saw coco <laughs> the black people don't root for each <laughs> oh my Shut god up. but go ahead <laughs> but um i i saw coco and yeah. then i identified with coco in a in a different way you mm-hmm. know she was a boy um we work at disney together and her transformation was I think more difficult than anybody else. Yeah. Ah, so, oh, you just stumbled upon something and I got to ask because you're making <laughs> me do it. Are you saying that it is more, is it harder for the cisgender male to transform into female impersonator than it is for the trans woman? I think so. I think not. Not that. Not that it's not difficult. 
right. or not, not, not something like that. I just feel like our process take longer. Longer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, 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 sh- and you could find a better sort of coach in someone yes. who was coming, so coming at saw, it from your same I angle. Coco, I was like, oh, my God. So he has to have a lot of tricks Aha. <laughs> to look the way he looks. Aha. So this is you somebody know. you can learn. Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Because a lot of people at that time had a lot of body augmentation, plastic surgery, for sure, for especially sure. in hormone Florida. treatment. Like yeah, it was, sure. a, it was a process to. They live their life like this every day. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, Coco didn't. Right. So I saw a little in my head because I was younger. It was a little magic trick. Yeah. I was a magician in front of me. So even though Coco was a short person, I was like. This one has a big, <laughs> a big secret. Yeah. And, but she didn't. She didn't have a big secret. It was just <laughs> average. <laughs> average. <laughs> average. No, it was, a, it was a lot of tricks under that sleeve. I yeah. knew that as soon as I saw him. Go deep, no sleep. So talk to me about, I mean, well, you went to Florida where there was, at that time, there was always, there's always been a wonderful yeah. Latin community yes. in Florida. Yes. All right. Um, when you ventured out of Florida, right, doing, doing drag as a Latino person, what kind of struggles did you run into? Because, I mean, obviously, you've heard us ramble on and on about being black a thousand times. <laughs> so what about being brown? It is, it's, it's almost the same. It's almost the same, right? Yeah, it's almost the same. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I laugh and we question each other about why we have to mention so much I'm black or I'm Latino. Yeah. It's because we have to remind ourselves. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you get lost if you don't do that. And I feel like um, it's important for you to not just admit it, but accept it and embrace it mm-hmm. and celebrate it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's part of a process. Um, doing drag outside of like Florida, because Florida does have a lot a Latin community, mm-hmm. but it's still not treated the same. When I went, ah, yeah, mm-hmm. when I went on RuPaul's Drag Race, um, everybody can watch it. The first episode of RuPaul's Drag Race season three, mm-hmm. I told everybody, I'm I'm a Latin queen, but I don't, I'm not just a Latin queen, right? Because I feel like it's a label that they put on you mm-hmm. in order for you to just stay stuck in that box, right? Mm-hmm. I know. And for exactly me, I never, see, I never see myself just as a Latin queen. I saw myself as an entertainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make that right light, light Did, on my yeah. On with my Debbie, is, with with feeling that way, do you also get it? Because I know I get offended when um, people try to tell white queens they cannot do black artists. That offends me too because it's like, are you saying that a Latin queen can only do Latin artists? Can you say that a black queen can only do black? music so if you guys are imposing that on the white queens right and saying oh you can't do beyonce oh you can't do this or you can't do that it's not fair to all of us because it's like this. they pigeon put us in right. these labels and that's not cool right and i feel like i don't get offended when somebody that is not latino plays a latino character i think that's Acting. you know how people say <laughs> you know how people say imitation is a flattering a flattering mm-hmm. form yeah, yeah. um I just feel very proud you if somebody's just like celebrating not yeah. just an artist but my culture as right. well. Yeah. So, I, why would I be offended about that? Yeah, me be- and my vocal group, we have this 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 show, this like this like set, like uh-huh. club set, where we in the middle of it, we break out into suavemente. That is awesome, and we and, s- and we sing it. it lyric for lyric, line for line, baby. And it's like it's not us trying to be like 
Latino is right. us celebrating Latin culture. Like, and yo, I'm pretty sure you're not trying to steal the culture either. Absolutely right. not. <laughs> absolutely not. As a matter of fact, we know that a lot of times we have Latin um, audience members, right. and we want to give them and show respect to their to their music just as much right. as we're showing respect to everybody else's. So yeah, I I, I think it's a slip, slippery slope to try to say. Because you're Latin, you can only do Latin. Because right. you're black, you know. Nah, fuck off. I, mean, I feel like as long as it's not a disrespectful echo. thing or mm-hmm. you are not trying to make fun of my culture, that I, right. it's always welcome. I think it's interesting. And now that everything is like fair game for me, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this. Everything is fair for all of us, especially in entertainment. Go dig, no see. Yeah. Now the Bad Bunny just won. Mm-hmm. Best, best artist of the yeah. VMAs. Yeah, talk about the it. First one yeah. ever right. to be non English speaker to win that you know, right. award. So yeah. it's That's it's a on a playing field. It's a big deal, especially for me. It gives me hope. It gives yes. me like happiness. It's it's super awesome. And I love. I don't it. think that everybody that was in the audience singing with him his song, even if you don't know English, it was a. Uh, Oh, I'm making fun of him. No, it I was, love Bad Bunny. Was, we're just celebrating music. Absolutely, love, love Bad Bunny. Oh, and of he, you do. I want to be his character. He's the one that kissed <laughs> kissed his dancer. Yes, right? yes. He kissed yes. his female dancer, then he kissed his male, male dancer. dancer. He yes, just flew he and he has a girlfriend or something. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, she probably was kissing them too. So, <laughs> so what do, what do we think about what do we think about artists like like Bad Bunny and Little Nas who are really pushing <laughs> the needle? All yeah, of them. really pushing pushing the needle. Do to it. get people comfortable with being themselves. Are, are we pushing the needle? Do it. Do are we think? doing this on purpose? Or are hmm. we just being ourselves? And I, finally people are just realizing. I think that. it's a bit of both. I think it's I think it's I think it takes bravery <laughs> to be yourself it does. on yeah. a cam like with all these people watching. And here's the thing. There's no way that he did not understand that that would Make Trigger be a something. big deal, yeah, right. because he wouldn't have done it if right. he did. If it, if he yeah. didn't, like, there would have yeah. been no reason to just not kiss your dancers, right. like when he, Madonna kissed Britney and absolutely, and, right. that's exactly what it was. It's the same, you know, it's exactly the same. So he did that for it to be a moment, but it's liberating. It's free. It's, it's liberating. Liber- yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of kids that look up to Bad Bunny and saw him out there and everything, and now. Those kids will be like, oh, my God. Okay, he's cool. He's he's like me. Yeah. I like it all. I like both. It's less, less suicide. Right. When you can see yourself in these different I was settings, not surprised it's less suicide. Yeah. Because the song talks about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The song that he was singing, that's what the problem is. Like, you know, everybody was in shock about it. I wasn't, especially the Latino community wasn't, because that was the song he was talking about. Um, the song is called Titi Me Pregunto. It talks about how his aunt always asked him about, did you have a girlfriend already? We have faced this since we we're little mm-hmm. in every community and every time. culture. Big yeah. time. So we always have an uncle or an aunt to tell you, well, do you have a, a girlfriend already? And he talks about how he has different girlfriends by day mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the power to fall in love or he doesn't fall in love. He goes from this one to this one to this one to this one and it doesn't matter what sex is it. He doesn't fall in love because he doesn't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. That's it's a big issue there because he he talks about how, you know, even when you want to, yeah, you have that wall right there that you cannot trust nobody. I think it's a bigger statement. Um, it was shocking for the people that don't understand the song. You know the song, but um, it was actually 
it was actually for me it was not a surprise um because we have seen this before like with Britney and everybody mm-hmm. like this is not a new thing at the BMAs mm-hmm. yeah in BMAs have always been something like a place for them to just shock people mm-hmm. and give them what that what they see every day so mm-hmm. I'll, it, it just took so long from Britney to Bad Bunny yeah it was a long time <laughs> right 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 <laughs> it's it just I just feel like because of our culture and because he's a man mm-hmm it was more shocking than the Britney and Madonna. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, because we already know Bad Muddy don't play by the rules. No, he don't. And he has been a gender fluid person and a very good advocate for the LGBT um, plus. Do you, you, know, you like, feel? Do you feel like um, lesbians are more accepted than gays? Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk about it. Because um, that that is that well, is the difference. Well, because well, when I don't Brittany, think I when, don't think lesbians. Okay, let me let me put this out. I don't think lesbians are more um, accepted. I think the the act, the act a girl with a girl is more accepted than a, a boy with a boy. Um, okay, I, I see it in movies where they talk about like, oh, these girls have experiences with mm-hmm. girls on college, and they don't have to be lesbians. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. the act, the moment is okay, right? But <laughs> they're not even—they're not even automatically lesbian. No, you're not. They're labeled, not assumed to be not labeled a lesbian. You're if absolutely you sleep with right. Another girl. You're absolutely no. right. But if you sleep with a dude, you're, <laughs> you're gay for no, the rest of your life. No, if you kiss a dude, you're gay for the <laughs> rest of your life. If you tell a guy I love you, you are gay. Absolutely you know, right. Yeah, it's, that's it's that's a big, a, it's a big difference. So that's why Bad Bunny's. Uh, I think a big statement. There. It was a big statement. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I think it was a fuck you to whatever you think about masculinity and femininity. Right. And I think that where the frequency is in the world right now, we needed that message. Right. You know. So what I like about it, it was that this happens on his concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not at the BMA stage. So you can tell that w- that is going on tour with him. Yeah. yeah. So he takes that message everywhere he goes, and. Yeah, and he's coming here to Vegas, and I'm yeah. so mad it's sold out. <laughs> I know, right? We got to do something. We should tweet. Let's just tweet or somebody he come He better get us. us backstage. Get us backstage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, I should just come dressed up as a bunny it, <laughs> and write bad bitch on the back. <laughs> wow. Bad, but, bad bunny's bad bitch. What do you think if people confuse it with another animal? <laughs> like what? They'll be like, what is that fox? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. A fox at a Bad Bunny concert. <laughs> Go dig, no see. Okay, wait, Alexis, can you fast forward me to um, you coming, you going from Florida to Vegas? Right. Well, I always trust Coco. First of all, Coco became like after I met Coco. Coco became my number one entertainer um, until today. I think she's my favorite ever. Um, somebody that I can see. Jesus. She doesn't have to do all the tricks. <laughs> all the, the all gimmicks. the shenanigans the and the gimmicks <laughs> to entertain, mm-hmm. and I always admire that. Um, Coco was probably the first one to do a lot of things in <laughs> everywhere, including a breastplate. Yeah, <laughs> I remember all that. She was the first person I met personally who won a national title. Um, she had accomplished so much, you know, in my eyes. So mm-hmm. every time I do something. I trying to follow yeah. her footsteps because I think that success looks like Coco. Wow, that makes sense. Oh, um, that's sweet. It's it's Dang. it's incredible to have somebody that has success and don't know how to do their makeup. <laughs> <laughs> 
But girl, I admit that. I ain't ashamed. It's, so it's if incredible. You, if like, you see me and I look good that day, trust me. It's only two people that I know that are successful in drag with, without doing makeup and hair. It's RuPaul and Coco. Oh. And oh. oh my god! Oh boy! Well, Shots well, fired, there goes huh? our next contract. <laughs> Damn! Thank God we got a new project coming up. Right? We'll probably be calling us in a minute. And say, hey, cut that out about that movie we were about to do together. Scrap that. Wait, wait, wait! RuPaul be looking good though. Yes, yes. stunning. And you know yes. what? The funny thing about that is, I don't know about for you, but. When we walked on set the very first time, mm. we were still like freaked out. Like, yeah. Whoa, we are here. Yeah. And he was sitting at the end of the runway with all these lights up on him. And we were looking like, oh my God, he really fucking looks like that in person. Yeah. People used to tell you about the filter, yeah. right? But he doesn't. Oh, no, look, it ain't the filter like at all. Person. They spend eight, uh, eight got to be eight hours on his makeup. Yeah. And it is flawless. You like. You know what is surprising about wow. me, too? That process of. Of the show because when I started doing the show, mm-hmm. it was a whole completely different oh, yeah. team that used to put RuPaul together. And now he is using some of the, the former alumni from the show. Mm-hmm. Like, so I have seen people do um, his hair that competed with me and people doing his makeup that were contestants on the show. So, like, wow. you can see how the evolution of the show backstage have become more us. Yeah. Than, yeah. than what it was before. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And Would we you, are included. If you if you if you are someone who is business minded and mm-hmm. stuff, we are don't get the wrong idea. People think, oh, they don't they exclude the girls from the seasons and stuff like that. No. If you present yourself in a certain way, eventually they're gonna call you and ask you to to do something. Or and if you don't get that call, you should probably still continue to do what you're doing because you never know who's watching you because right. that's how you get the opportunity. Would you guys go back? Oh, yes, always. I always said, I was always like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Now. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You know, people always oh, ask absolutely. me, I, people Ru- ask me that ask question me. as I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. This RuPaul's Drag Race was never a mistake in no, my life. No. It's probably the most intelligent decision I have yeah. ever made in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I love being part of it. And, even though people go like, oh, it's scripted and this, this and that, but it's my show. Right. Mm-hmm. I was part of it. I'm part of history and this you cannot delete me you can't from delete the, it. You know, like that's right. Can't delete I was there. And respect it. Respect it. Get it. It's just like any other family. Like I'll say this right up front. Like any other family, we have disagreements, we have things we don't, you know, agree with. We go through things. But and in and all the end, we're still family. And right. we're family. So for me, what you're not gonna do is rag the brand. You're not gonna rag the brand and still not me not call you out on it because that's <laughs> the same brand that allowed you all the opportunities that you got. So whatever your problem with RuPaul's Drag Race is, that's fine. However, don't disrespect the fact of what RuPaul's Drag Race brought for you. You know right. what I mean? So back to the question I asked when how we got to Vegas. I'm assuming you're saying because Coco came to Vegas, you decided I want to give it a whirl too. Um, Coco. Coco came to Vegas 10 years before I move in. Mm. Um, she was always trying to push me to move. Always mm. trying to push like, me to move. like, girl, get here, get it here. It was just mm. not the right moment. Got it, got you it. You know? Um, it did happen. It, I went through a little dark situation in my life um, mm. that uh, put me in a very dark spot. And mm-hmm. I needed to make decisions for myself quickly. Mm-hmm. And that's how I end up here. Got it. And I love that I, um, when I call Coco... And I talked to Coco about what was happening to me. It was no questions and no doubts. 
her her question quickly was, "You want to move right now?" Like it was mm-hmm. it was an answer quickly. It wasn't it wasn't not like everybody else that actually questioned what was happening and yeah. they wanted to know all the details. It was a no question there. It right. was like this is your chance. Yeah, this okay. Yeah, you know. And she was so like, "How I are we gonna do this? How do I'm like, "Pack it up, <laughs> right? Pack it up." It it's was time just, to go. I, I feel your pain. <laughs> You're holding back tears or something. No. Are you? I, uh, okay. It, it's it's okay. Is it in a in a? I can talk about it. It's okay. Um, it was a big breakup <laughs> in my uh, relationship. I had a relationship for seven years. Yeah. Um, Coco had. Coco knew everything that was happening. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It just sometimes when you're in a relationship and it's toxic, um, you don't find a way out. Right. Um, even though it's so easy, you know. Yeah. I but. don't know if I was not finding the way out or I didn't want to see the way out, um, but it got to the point, you know, where I needed to get out of it, mm-hmm. and sometimes I thought it was a selfish decision. But it was the decision it needed to be made mm-hmm. uh, for my own happiness and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, Coco knew exactly what was happening. Coco mm-hmm. witnessed a lot of things. And I went to Coco with an embarrassment voice of failure. Mm-hmm. And she was the mm-hmm. only person who did not question right. my, my, my decisions or my, I got you. my yeah. moments. Um, is sometimes people don't realize the impact that they have in their lives. You know, mm-hmm. like Coco's, we play all the time, but people don't realize how much we have see each other in mm-hmm. horrible moments. Like mm-hmm. I have witnessed a lot of Coco's yeah. moments yeah. that were low mm-hmm. and they were, um, she had get out of it strong. So right. for me it was like when she said, this is the moment, this is what you need to do. Um, I took it very serious. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yeah, I think this is it. Got it was it. not a doubt. It was not a question in my mind. Got it. That that was the next step and that that's what I needed to be. Got it. And yeah, here Got I am. It. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you made it through that. It was, it, you know what the problem with all this is? I, I think everybody goes through the same situation in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is not, I'm not the first or the last person Absolutely that is going to go through a breakup or a toxic relationship or yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. My biggest deal was the media attention on my situation. Wow. Because. Wait, this was a public thing? Oh. Yeah, it became yeah. very public. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't yeah. know. You got to tell me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So. It became public and I think that was what I was ashamed of. And. Ah. Uh. Um. And people took sides, yeah. and it was it was it was weird to watch. People took sides. Yeah, it be, was yeah. Weird. <laughs> for me. For me, it was what weird you, to watch mm-hmm. people she helped constantly mm-hmm. turn around and question mm-hmm. her, who she is. Right. That for me was just like, whoa, really? So y'all gonna make? You know how when someone says to you something happens, and they go. But what did you do to make that happen? You know what I mean? What did what you do to cause that? It was more so watching people do that to her that actually should know her Mm. and watched everything happen the way I saw it. And 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 know you enough to give you the benefit of the doubt. Right, right. right. You know, as opposed to assuming that 
you were responsible for whatever that went down. Right. Yeah. Le- I, I Alexis see what you're has saying. just like Alexis feels about me, but I've watched Alexis do for mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. Career wise, people wouldn't be where they are be- unless it was for Alexis. Mm-hmm. Alexis was a self made machine, hair, makeup, everything, how to be in a pageant, how to do this. She studied all of that. So now she gave it to so many people and yeah. they were successful with it. In turn, when it was at her lowest, they was just, I'm like, where are y'all? Like, That's not cool. Okay, so did that... <laughs> First of all, we, <laughs> need to, we need to take a break, but let me ask this one question. When you went through that, obviously you were already kind of at a low vibration with what you were going through. Right. But to trumpet with the fact that you probably felt, what, abandoned in a way, in a sense, yeah. by people who you thought might have been there for you, what was the what was the abandonment feeling like? Going like how how did you more importantly, how did you get out of that feeling? Right, I it was I don't think it was an abandonment. Um, okay, feeling it was more like a disappointment feeling. Okay. All right, um, I was not expecting nobody to. You were you weren't expecting up. anyone to back you yeah, up. Yeah, I was not expecting nobody to back ah. me up. So those things didn't come through me as a surprise it did for okay Coco. AKA, oh yeah. i see because i, see. I you know watched I mean? you you yeah, okay i get it but you didn't feel like I, you I were was ready for it i was very ready for it wow um, is that because you didn't you felt like the connections you had were not real or I, I, I or normally know some of my connections are always because beneficial. someone wants Need something, something. Uh, beneficial yes they were beneficial yeah so it was more like a disappointment but at the same time i was no time to blame some other people or trying to like you didn't have be time. mad at yeah. everybody because yeah it was a very important moment for me yeah so the problem Got it. um getting out of it is is still difficult i'm gonna say it because sometimes like it has affected um my everyday you know wow when it comes to trust uh, when it comes to do what i love to do and um even when i have to help somebody Mm -hmm. the question is there in my head you know so not that i don't do it it's just it has affected of course um the selection and the choice of the people that i surround myself with yeah um Mm. it's just it it, it's it's a lesson learned right and i learned it very well yeah um but I always feel like, okay, when you are in a negative space in your life, you normally find a way out. Because I feel like God, I'm not a religious person, mm-hmm. but I always feel like energy and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they are trying to get you out of there mm-hmm. to give you a new a new yes. journey. Start. Yes, A start. new start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes we keep grabbing that and it gets complicated because you're not supposed to be there that's right it's in the destiny Mm -hmm. so that idea took me out of it i knew it it was something else yes i was supposed to be somewhere else that's right i needed to do something else right and i needed to put myself first okay so can you say an encouraging word to anybody who might be stuck in a toxic relationship who knows that they should get out, but they're just, maybe they haven't worked up the courage to leave yet. Right. Maybe they feel trapped by circumstances or finances or what do right. you say to that person? It's, your happiness is so important. Mm. Happiness goes along peace. And I feel like if you don't have that inner peace in any way, you're never going to have it in a toxic relationship. And this goes to an abusive relationship as well. Right. Um, 
is abusive relationship. They are um, very lovable, and they are abusive relationship. They are very bad. They're both bad, <laughs> but different cases. Um, yeah. Do not make excuses for the other person. Right, regardless of how regardless the abuse of shows your up. Relationship yeah. is. Do not think yeah. that it's gonna go away tomorrow, and that that feeling of emptiness that you feel inside is going away. As a like, as just being sick, it's, it doesn't happen. Right. It gets worse. Um, it affects your every day. Yeah, it affects the way you see yourself, and you just have to get out of it. Right. When when did you realize it was a toxic relationship? When I didn't like myself no more. Oof. When I didn't like myself no more, I realized it was it was bad. Because you know that a toxic relationship kind of like starts in the roots, mm-hmm. so you don't find out until right. you are already damaged. Yeah, and it makes it to the um, leaves, and then the yeah, leaves start falling off. It's just very yeah. weird. Sure. Um, because it's I don't even think it was meant to do this. Like I don't think I don't think we were sitting there in a relationship for seven years trying to destroy each other. Right. I don't think it was meant to go that way. It just happened. You yeah. know what I mean? And the worst part of it is that I was in a toxic relationship and an abusive relationship, and in a relationship like that, you start becoming abusive and toxic too. Yeah. It's like a defense mechanism, you know what I mean? Yes. So it gets to the point when you realize that, oh, that was, yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, that's not who I am. Yeah, I don't like what I see. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it gets to that point. <laughs> Alexis, thank you for being so fucking honest. What the fuck, man? I didn't know. I just. <laughs> I was not prepared myself. You said I'm like trying to hold back my um, but it's 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 difficult because yeah, it happens so much. Like after okay, when I came when I moved here and I, Coco have a lot of Christian uh, words, but it doesn't sit in my head, um, how it's so easy mm-hmm. to just get at somebody else's experience and put it in your brain and that's how you learn like it's a whole different process Mm -hmm. for somebody that um like me they have to literally start from zero right at my age i understand and that i'm i'm a hopeless romantic oh i still believe in love so it's kind of like how can i start Mm -hmm. again and how can i like how can this affect my future in everything i do you know Because it got to the point that um, my my life mm-hmm. in drag and professionally was affected. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it was nobody's fault except mine. Because of what you were going through personally. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. And, and people don't see those things because mm-hmm. you're not happy with who you wake up. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not happy with who you are. Mm-hmm. You're not happy with anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So You think it's hard sometimes to balance the two because when you created, when you create another character. Right. And that character for so many people is real. Right. It's it's easy to buy into that character, and then you left someone over here who you really are, and you can't you, you can't even you don't even recognize that person. You don't know right. who that is, so you don't know how to love yourself because you don't know that it's person. You horrible. only know the person over here. Right. So when everything gets hard over here, the first thing you want to do is jump into the character because if you're in the character. It's it's a little bit more. You have more confidence. Mm-hmm. You're in control. Wow. 
you know who this person is because this person is exactly however right. you want them to be seen. Right. It's exactly. easy to fall into that. And I think sometimes, and this is a really, this could be really touchy for some people listening. <laughs> okay. It can be really touchy because okay. you start to figure thinking, I need to live as that character. Uh-oh. Right. So we get, we get scared of, am I, am I, do I, do I identify as trans or am I just playing this character and I'm falling into this character? And right. some people make the decision based off of that. And then they find out later on, no, you were just playing that character. Right. Because so it feels easier. It's easier. And it feels more wow. relaxed to be someone else at that point yeah. than just yourself. Until yeah. you like, until you learn, and that's how it was for me, until I learned to like myself, I'm more comfortable in Marty now than just Coco. Right. Coco, I know Coco is not real now. Before right. there was times in my life, and you know oh. these times. <laughs> you can tell these times. You know. Oh, I know. And when I was like, Coco mm. is... But those of you that didn't, you remember this. <laughs> oh. And remember she was like, tell you was true. Marty, Marty. <laughs> and she would purposely call me Marty. And it would make me so mad. But then I had to stop thinking about it. Like, well, why does that make you so mad? <laughs> right. Because Marty is who you really are. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Go deep. No see. I got a question for both of you. I mean, you both have been on this TV show. Everybody knows who the fuck you are, not only in this country, around the fucking globe. Seriously. Yeah. You both have done tours all over the place. Does that get to your head? <laughs> Come on. Give me the real. Uh, not, like let, not when your friend is Alexis Mateo. <laughs> let's be real. No, but come on. Does that shit get to your head? What do you mean? As, as fame? Yeah, sure. Come well, on. I, I, I fame is speak. a drug. I can, I can speak for myself. Right. I think, okay, I did drag before Drag Race. Yeah. I was successful right. before Drag Race. Fair. So this is just another day at work okay. yeah. for me. I, right. I, I never felt All better right. than nobody. I don't feel like I've, I, I still, people go like, oh my okay. God, you're famous. I go like, no, I'm just a drag queen, you know? All right. Um, but you're also a TV personality. Yes, yeah. we are TV personalities, but um, me and Coco also, we're not fan favorites. Like, right. we're not the 1.5 million followers kind of girl, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So going to places, traveling the world for us is exciting, is a blessing, Mm -hmm. You know, when we get to talk to the fans, we get to talk to the fans and get right. to connect with people and talk to people and right. take pictures with people. Yeah, I, I love those things about um, drag and the opportunity of the show. For sure. Um, the best part of it is the reach out, like how many people, how many places you got to go. Yeah. Because um, we never imagined. No. We were playing in your garage making costumes <laughs> back in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we never, never imagined that we were going to be a global sensation. Yeah. And it happened show. for you first. Yeah. It happened for you first. That's why I say for us, it's it. we've always genuinely been each other's cheerleaders. Right. Even when we're wrong, like when we're wrong or we think we, we, think we are right and we're wrong, mm -hmm. we could be like, you know you're wrong, right? But I'm going to still stick by you and, and cheer for you. You know, both of y'all have done that with me. You've been like, okay. <laughs> right. I don't know about this situation. I'm gonna help you through it, but mm -hmm. but th that's the thing. We we've always had that kind of relationship where we actually cheer for each other. And right. when Alexis got on Drag Race, Alexis got on Drag Race what two seasons before I was even on Drag Race. Right. And her premiere was like my premiere. I felt like being there for her 
I had that. Remember, I had that drag race jumper made, a, a race, race car jumper made. I went. She did the red carpet. I came. I watched the show with her, and it was because it was. I was genuinely happy, right? That my friend did this. You know what I mean? Right. Where your season came before hers? She was season three, and she was uh, top three in her season. Wow! She's in the finale of her. That season. was actually awesome. And um, but that's the same thing with Coco's career. Sometimes you have to be like honest with yourself. Yeah. We what we both had the dream to become Miss Gay America. Yeah, we competed with each other at nationals several years, mm -hmm. and is I knew Coco had the biggest chance to become Miss Gay America than me, so I took a swing out the year to dress Coco and make sure she wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Wow. So sometimes you have to put your dreams in pause to really help that other person accomplish them because then. Well, I think you guys, you guys teaming up is like, uh, <laughs> it's like a Voltron, like forming Voltron. Like it's not fair. <laughs> and it's I like, think that that say it again. It's not what it's not fair. And a lot of people feel that way. And I think that, oh, they're going to be mad at y'all. We're going to get into y'all new business venture right now. Let's take a break though. We okay. need a break. We need a break. Okay. We'll take a break and talk about your new business venture because you guys teaming up is like going to blow everybody out of the water. And yeah. it's like kind of. Not fair. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I know that they're mad. <laughs> um, I know everybody acting like they cool, oh, but you hearts. know damn what well they mad. And, um, and God bless them. You're right. You're right. But everybody can win. <laughs> everybody can win. Everybody can. You just got to work hard. Everybody can. And nobody's going to stop y'all two from winning. You just got to do work hard and do now. right. No one's going to stop y'all from <laughs> winning. Work hard and do right by people. Go You'll be good. No sleep. All Go right. Deep, no sleep. <laughs> All right, folks. Alexis Mateo, Coco Montrese, Jazzy here. Go deep. No sleep. We'll be right back. Go deep. No sleep. Okay. Welcome back with the Go Deep No Sleep podcast. This is Jazzy, Coco Montrese, Alexis Mateo here, and let's get into this. Back to something you said before we went to break. What did I say? You were saying that the the team up between the two of us. Yeah. To everyone else is it's almost unfair. That's how people are going to perceive it. Well, yeah, people yeah. already do perceive it that way. Um, for sure, we've we've been together like we've been working together like this for what twenty two years, and we've all we've seen these situations play out over and over again for us. And it's because people think that it's unfair that when we team up, we have a powerhouse. We're yes. a powerhouse. We are a business. We we are what we do. And for other people, for other people, that is. Um, kind of off-putting yeah they they don't they don't know how to handle us they don't know how to um accept us yeah. and it comes across when they don't know how to accept us the first thing they say about us is either that we're um that we're insecure or we're jealous we're never we've never been those kind of people we also we are the people that try to help the girls in the community especially the young girls we've always our fame has allowed us a lot mm -hmm. but we have always tried to give back we start competitions, we start things and do stuff to give back, but we always are labeled. We're like the Harriet Tubman and um, uh, Rosa Parks of drag. Right. You said that to Lawanda last week. Yeah, because people love people. People love the results of of our, our our quote unquote rebellion. They love the results of that, right? Because it it makes it easier for them. But at the same time, they're okay with right us being labeled that way. Right, like, right, right. Because they, they think it knocks us out so they can get in. 
Right. But they don't know how 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 it operates. You're actually them. blessing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're blessing them, and then them by them feeling that way about us, they think, oh, we'll get them put out. But we're not. We 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 develop and we grow, and that's why this new project for us is so important because now we're able to be in control of not only what we present, right? But how we are treated and how other girls in the business right. are treated. We so are let's talk about what it is. What's the name? Go ahead, Alexa. <laughs> we have an amazing brunch coming up called a whole brunch of queens. Whole brunch of queens. Yes, it is hosted at the Art House Theaters. The Art House is um, in. Is that in downtown? It's in, in the, the Art District. Art District. Yeah, district, yeah. Um, yes. it's beautiful. a beautiful place. Um, it's a beautiful set. Um, it's a movie theater as well. Yeah. So we're so excited about it. Um, yeah. As soon as we talk about the. The idea of possibly doing an event there, they were right with us. Yeah, like wow. they they literally allow us to produce it. So I'm so excited about it. It's the first time that I'm gonna produce something with Coco. Okay, we have been involved in several productions together, but we would never was part of the creative part of it. So I'm yeah. so excited about that. Yeah. Right, and just to be your own bosses, right? Yeah, it's, it's it. We have uh, the the problem with drag is they kind of give us the chance to produce our own selves. Yeah. So we were always in control of our image and our and what we present, but yeah. never like a whole production from beginning right. to the end. And right. Who's part of it and how we're gonna present the entire show? So right. This is this should be a fun journey. Yeah. <laughs> so the tools, the tools that we need, the tools that we need to make something successful. Now we're in control of getting those tools and getting it done. We're right. not at the mercy of waiting for somebody and telling them over and over again what we need to make the show successful, what we need to make this done right. with this, or we got to wait on them to make a decision. No, we don't. We make the decision. So now. can y'all tell me something that's that's going to be different about your brunch than like all <laughs> the other thousands of brunches? Well, first of all, we're there. Amen. Um, I accept sorry. that as an answer. I'm sorry, I but accept our that. reputation have always follow us. I accept we that. We are great entertainers. Absolutely. And it's not to sound khaki, but if you sounds khaki, oh well. We worked really hard in our drag. You're gonna you're gonna experience um, amazing costuming, mm -hmm. great performance, mm -hmm. and a party atmosphere in this new venue that is just incredible. And the right. food is so um, good. The the, the venue itself is incredible. I mm. I'm, I always look at the venue. As a more important part, because for me, I'm an artist, so everywhere that I go, I have to have a beautiful theater or a beautiful stage to perform at. Yeah. Because if it's not, your drag kind of get lost. Um, this one from the chairs to the floors to the tables, like me, this is just a beautiful setting. Yeah. And um, I was very excited. That was the first part that I was like, oh my god, it it does belong here, you know? Yeah. So it's a very beautiful thing. Uh, we're also partnering ourselves with some of the new girls from RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, they're coming aboard and, and part of the Vegas uh, community now. So yeah. I'm excited to work with the new sisters, too. Yeah. And Can we name them? Yes. Okay. Jasmine Kennedy. Jasmine um, Kennedy. And Deja, and, yeah, and Deja Sky from, Both season, from season 14. 14. So Deja they're Sky. brand new. Yeah. Um, so excited. Um, we have a great relationship with them. And they yeah. are super super in love with drag and that's something that we look for because me and coco have a passion for drag we're yeah. still in love with drag so yeah and right. we don't for us it's like we have such a passion for drag and it comes across like confrontational sometimes because we're really like passionate about it and if it's not being 
presented that way for two reasons. Because if we're part of a show like that, we want yeah. we want everybody to experience the same thing, and we want them to enjoy everybody. Yeah. So if everybody's not there, it's kind of right. like okay, well. Well, also, I think being passionate about your art form, you just don't want someone bringing down. There's already you guys have already had to fight and make strides and to get people to take drag seriously. Right. Right. As a serious art form. So right. what you definitely don't want is someone not giving it the respect it deserves and presenting it the proper way, because then it kind of does fall back on you in a roundabout way, like an indirect way. Like you're a part of an art form that you're helping people not take it seriously mm -hmm. type of thing. But right. people get confused with taking it seriously and mm. and and t taking yourself seriously. It's, it's totally different because people mm. like we have girls like that do comedy that are amazing their comedy and they're funny right, right, and right. that's people say oh that's not taking it seriously but those same girls no. that do comedy right their clothes be right their hair be right and everything that's a part of taking it seriously. that's the taking it seriously that we i'm talking about right right, right. Yeah. because some people get that confused and they're like right oh no. you, you want me to take everything so seriously no. drag should be serious no, no drag should be fun right but at the same time what you're presenting you need to be serious but about being that. a professional right. is what i'm saying you need to be serious yeah about that. yeah i got an easier way to put this go ahead it's two ways of doing drag mm -hmm. the good way <laughs> or the pay stop Way. Oh, the what? The pay stop. What's and the when pay I stop? say this is some people do drag just to get a paycheck. Ooh. Um, some others just were born to be stars. It's a very oh. big difference there. Oh. Some people will have long, long careers because they're meant to do this. So Alexis, like, can you give me an example? <laughs> you want me the names? Okay, hold on. Let me get nah, my list. Nah, nah. Let's get it out. <laughs> nah, we don't. We don't want no. No, names. people. People know what I mean. Um, yeah, I know. What a you lot mean. of people. Okay, drag is is amazing. It's fun. Um, a lot of a lot of times you get a lot of money quickly. Yeah. Um, some people do it as an escape from reality. Yeah. We just were different ways because we were born to do this. Like, right. Um, since like Coco said and myself, we have been performing since we were little. We have been yeah. turning into our characters since we were little. Yes. It's in our blood, yes. something that we cannot explain, yes. but we were meant to be on stage. Right. Um, some others just want the paycheck to pay their rent. Yeah. yeah. Have nice things. Yeah. And nice then that's things. where the, 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 the separation becomes because then it's not as important to them to show up to bookings. It's not as yeah. important for them to you can tell. take pride in their yeah, clothes, you can tell. Um, their look. When they're, when, yeah. And, and they, when it's and just they a job. Up, and yeah. they set up for everything too. Mm -hmm. mm. These people mm -hmm. set up for everything. Mm -hmm. The pay, mm -hmm. they're okay with whatever. Right. You know, they're okay with any settings. Mm -hmm. They are okay with any type of, because it's situation. just a job to them. Because yeah. it's as long as just a little paycheck. And the, you yeah. know the difference when someone tells you, as long as my check, my paycheck clears, I'm okay. That's a person that's not taking you're pride not, in You're not they, doing drag for the right reasons, reasons. baby. Because uh, like drag is very expensive. Drag is very. Right. There's a lot of sacrifices in drag. Right. Um, for you to just expect a. How paycheck. much have you? How much? Give me what? How much have you spent? On like, oh. what's your most expensive look? How much I'm did it cost? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what is the most, the most difficult part. Okay. So it, money. I got looks that go for five hundred to five thousand. Yeah. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, for me, is it's just the the change that I had had to do on my physical appearance. Mm. What is 
the most difficult and most expensive thing. You know, some of us have to catch up. We're, we're not young no more. No. We have to do um, enhancements and, yeah. and, and body silhouettes and things when like that. When you say that. you so have to, what do you mean? You have to because if you really if you really care about what you present on stage, and that's what comes with the passion. Keeping the illusion. Then you have to do sacrifices and keep it real because if you, if you don't, if you stay green, you continue to learn. Yeah. Mm. And you continue to evolve. And drag change every day. Yeah. And that's the biggest sacrifice. Yeah. You know, I have been, I sacrificed my hairline. Mm-hmm. I have sacrificed my body. Mm-hmm. I have Super sacrificed. Glue. Yeah. <laughs> I even have sacrificed my masculinity for, for drag. Well, I've for, never heard anyone interpret it that way. You oh, sacrificed yeah. your masculinity. Yeah. I have sacrificed my masculinity, the way I look, the way I you sound. You felt like you had to give some of your masculinity away. up in order to yeah, do uh, what yeah. you do. You have to. If, it, if it, your transformation is complete, mm-hmm. I see what you're you saying. You have to do it. But do you go back to it after you're out of You try, um, but sacrifices <laughs> have been made. Yeah. It's, uh, sen- it's sensitive. It is it's it's sensitive. sensitive topic. Because sometimes I feel like that too. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to come across feminine so he gets really mad when like he, we go through the airport what, or this something. girl I'm just yeah <laughs> yeah he will go through the airport and and they will assume that he's a woman but you know coco has had that problem since since, since i know him and it's annoying including it's annoying. at disney and i he know was, it shouldn't people say it shouldn't bother you it shouldn't this and shouldn't that but when you when you're toying with the fact of okay, you know you create these two characters and you want to be separate from the two characters, right? But there's that's one of but the Coco things that's with not you allowing is, you. But Coco with you is the size, your size, five four, five four. Your size is very, very petite, very, very petite. Very. And it has happened since we were at Disney. Yeah. yeah, Coco was one of the first person that I ever saw playing a girl character on a show at Disney World. Yeah. Um, yeah. We back up dance for Mariah Carey on a Christmas special <laughs> one time. And Mariah got upset because one of the elf was a girl. And she asked for no girls in the show. But it was not a girl. It was me. It was Coco. Wow. <laughs> so it was, it's, it's not the, it's not, <laughs> you're laughing. It's yeah, because, uh, you know, but, I had a, I but had it was not her Mariah fault. It was not her fault. Wow. Coco did with the and wig. And they told her. With the outfit, Coco looked like a little girl. And when but, they told her that I was a guy, she was like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> damn! Yeah, it was kind of like Coco so. Was I always so had an issue with Mariah it. since then. So yeah, Coco really? was over it because mm. she was a diva. I was like, no, she's not a diva. She just didn't want a girl, and you yeah. do look like they put you on a yeah on a Halle Berry <laughs> wig, girl <laughs> with the little elf. Yeah, so you know, like she has that um um situation, but with me, it's like. You know, do you are you are you how do you feel about the fact that you have to sacrifice some of your masculinity in order to I do don't I do? don't take it personal because okay. it's it's like it's a choice I had done for sure I okay. feel very proud of what I have become as an artist yeah so yeah but that's a lot of things you know for to to become whatever they want to become right and I I'm I'm very excited with what I have accomplished so far yeah it just affected you sometimes you know in your love life or your um circle of friends or things like that other than that yeah okay yeah so in the spirit of you maintaining this i guess level of uh (laughs) drag Right. You're saying the work that you have to do for your body to maintain a particular look is even more than the costumes that you have. Yes, everything it becomes, 
everything together can become a very expensive situation. Oh, yeah. And something that you cannot just get rid of. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah, if yeah. I get my lip done today to uh -huh. have a little bit more lip tomorrow, yeah. uh -huh. I cannot just take it off. Right. It stays right. there. You know what I mean? Right. As a boy, for the right. rest of the week, we'll stay there. Some uh -huh. people wear acrylic nails. Some people, you know, like get their nails right. done and, and right. then they go back to the male persona and then they have to have those nails there because it's yeah. an investment that you do. Right. But it affects your male persona. That's what you mean by that. That makes a lot of sense, Alexis. And people don't pay attention to those they, details. I right. am very clear on what I am and right. what I have invested and the right. decisions I have made in my life. Right. That's why I know these details. Yeah. And, you know, and we trying to like kind of like cover it with, oh, I'm gender fluid. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to wear nails. And mm -hmm. no, but it's, it's you just you're just doing a good step in towards your career Call your career yeah yeah and it's okay yeah. i mean you know it's, it's like a lawyer that, or an architect or something you go you finish work and went back home and you have yeah. to finish everything you're doing you continue to drag your job into your personal life you're saying queens try to try to pretend like they gender fluid just yeah. because it's easier to be yeah I because mean, it's honestly like yeah. as soon as you you take the level yeah. Of drag to an, a higher standard yeah. and shave your eyebrows. Right, right. It's, and, your and, eyebrows and, are gone. And, and Monday comes. <coughs> right. And, and you're back to boy. Right. What with no wanna, eyebrows. What are you going to do? Right. So we're trying to kind of like uh, accept it. Right. By just saying, okay, this is me. But this, that was a big step. In that was really your, just for your job. It was for your career. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. taking your eyebrows off, wearing nails and things like that, yeah. is something that you have to feel comfortable with. Right. That it's going to affect your everyday life. Right. Yeah. And that is actually building your, your, putting your career first. Right. Because mm -hmm. you have to, it's for your career. You right. know what I mean? As soon as you did it. Right. You, you were committed to your career. That's right. So. And that's why you guys get the big tips because of those huge sacrifices that you make. I think people recognize, maybe they don't know the details, but but the magnitude of their appreciation for what you guys do, I think is worth is right. worth it, right? I think I think that uh, we do that for ourselves, yeah. to be honest. Do what for yourself? Um, the sacrifices that we do for our career, we do it for ourselves. I don't think none of my, my fans or followers have tell me to... Do the things that I do. Yeah, they don't you know, know that they don't do know the details about what you do. Because no. I honestly do drag for myself. Drag ah. makes me happy. Yeah. Like yeah. I said to myself that they yeah. drag doesn't make me happy. Then that's the best It's the end. Hey. But I do drag for myself. I and love that. I, everything that I do, all the sacrifices and the money spent and yeah. the pain and the dates and things like that, all that is for me. I right. think sometimes we forget that we have the ability to to actually make that happiness right we don't we have the ability to decide okay this, uh, over here it's not making me happy doing drag here before we give up drag completely we go okay but that means i need to be doing drag somewhere else yeah you know what i mean you have to you have to know that because sometimes you can't confuse the two and be like oh I, i'm not happy doing drag no you're not happy where you're at doing drag right you need to go do drag somewhere. Right. <laughs> you know what i mean and, all, Dra and drag is not for everybody oh no it's not, oh, it's not of for course everybody. not it's and not. all i wanted to say was i i don't think that people are they may not be aware of like i don't think they know how much time she spends on like beating a garment or something or like like all of the like little the little details all the details but what i will say is when people see the finished product and they have the experience they are in awe 
And there is a genuine, sincere appreciation for it, for that transformation and whatever it took for that transformation to happen. Right. They may not know what's going on underneath the garment. They don't really need to know. Right. I, to be honest. They don't know the process I, because that's what we do for right. ourselves. Right. Right. What I, what, what I feel like the tip comes from is from the journey of the experience of meeting the character and where the character took you. Mm -hmm. Um like I said before, it's just, <laughs> it's so complicated, but mm. it does. Like, um, we're not the famous girls. We're not the, like the fan favorites, a million follower girls. But when people see us, they remember the journey. And I think the tip comes from appreciation and respect mm -hmm. for, for what we have accomplished so far mm -hmm. in, yeah. in career. Um, Coco and I had a career and many, many amazing moments before Drag Race. Mm -hmm. It was even invented, you know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I feel like when, when I see Coco on a show, the tip, not just because she's amazing and looks flawless, but yeah. the tip comes from a, oh, my God, that is Coco Montrese. Right. And that Coco Montrese name means a lot. Right. A lot of other things they ha probably not even have to do anything with drag, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it does come from another journey, and that's what people think that we're replaceable. Mm. Um, every drag queen is not replaceable. Uh, we have a lot of new drag queens. Yes, we do. We have right. amazing new drag queens. Yes, yes. we do. Yes, um, but not everybody is right. replaceable. Not everybody offers the same story. The same. Um, the same marketing tool, the same the passion, the, the same, same journey, the same journey that that is un undeniable. Absolutely. You know? um, for a long time, even as a minority, I'm sure you you feel this too. Recently, I just feel like you know, before I never used to toot my own horn. I never right. would be. We always were taught to be gracious and allow other people to say those things about us. But I think as minorities now, we're at the point where we're like, you know what? No, I'm gonna no. I'm damn good at what I do, yeah. and I'm not gonna sit here and make it and and be passive about it and not allow myself to actually toot my own horn. Because at this point, who's gonna do it for you? You know right. what I mean? Who's gonna do it for you? We've we yeah. have we have played coy. We have been with we have been in many situations. We've opened resorts, more than one, right. two resorts here and there. We've opened clubs. We've opened things. We've done a lot of stuff. Yeah. And for us now, where we're at in this moment, it is now our time. It's yeah. our time to be the owners. It's time for us to be the ones that are not only paving, ha making the situation better for ourselves, yeah. but making the situation better for the girls around us. People do not know, even with getting ready for this, what we're doing now, is there are times where we have to sit there and say, you know what, I know it's going to cost me a little bit more, but mm -hmm. I'm an owner now. And for me to make sure that this cast is comfortable, I need to do X, Y, Z. But the audience is never going to see that. It no. doesn't matter. It's the right. morale behind stage That's right. of them feeling appreciated, of yes. them feeling yep. a certain way yep. that I don't mind making a state-of-the-art dressing room right. for them right. girls. Because those girls need to feel what we didn't feel right. all these times we've been doing this in all these years. We need to make sure, and we're in a situation now where we can. So right. we are, we're going to do it. That's and great. we're going to make everybody who comes not only to see the show, but to work with us in the show, right. feel appreciated and wanted and wanting to come back. Everyone's really excited. The first the first show is October 9th. 9th. 
And I got my ticket already. I'm getting all of my homies to get tickets. I'm getting these guys to get tickets with their fans. I mean, everybody's going to come. And what time is it? What time is it's this show? 12. It's at noon. 12 noon. And this is on a Sunday? Are already on, on Sunday. sale. Sunday. Tickets are already on sale on Eventbrite under a whole brunch of queens and it's okay. gonna be super fun i'm very excited we not only just featuring drag we also featuring dancers local dancers um, yeah. amazing acts from right here um it's gonna be a good brunch um i always wanted a brunch with the party atmosphere feeling and i yeah. think this is yeah. gonna be it the food is so good i can't the get food it is amazing really yeah. yes what am, what's my what's gonna be my favorite meal the alexis mattel french toast really you have a no, the, wait. The, all the, the food, wee 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 wee, wee, wee bon appetit. <laughs> the wee wee bon appetit. Is the, are the food are the food choices named after you guys? Yes, they are. What the they hell? Are. You know, we actually love, picked them. This is what I love about this venue. Though. So you guys want people to eat you? This is what I love. Always. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is what I love about this venue, though. They have been such great partners that yeah. they have every question that we ask, they turn around and say, "What do you want it to be?" What do you want the people to experience? If right. you feel like that needs to be changed off the menu, then we take that off. We put whatever else you want on there. Yeah. This and that to me is a partnership that you feel like, oh my God, I, I matter. I belong. I matter. What I think of this matters to them because I'm the one going to present everything else. So right. it matters. And that's a good, good feeling. Yeah. This relationship is starting off amazing and yeah. I'm loving it. And another important thing about branches that this one is different than every other mm -hmm. is the 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 admission ticket situation. A lot of the branches around sell you a ticket um, yeah. that includes your food and your drinks, yeah. but not everybody drinks, not everybody eats. Right. It depends on the time of the day and situations like that. A yeah. lot of people comes to Vegas right. already drunk from the night before. That's they just right. want to eat or somebody just want to party. That's things right. like that. So what this brunch has different is that you just pay the admission ticket. Yeah. It's and very affordable. It's only $35. Yeah. And then you decide what you want to eat, what you want to drink. Right. Inside. They have different packages that yeah. you can have like uh, unlimited Autumn drinks, mimosas. unlimited mimosas right. or like food and things like that whatever food you want i mean and it's all reasonable cost so it's so that way you don't have to pay one big ass yeah. cost of something that you may or may not, not use yeah, like, yeah. literally right. like, and you also don't get mass produced food you get yeah. your the food is you order it it comes out exactly what you ordered yeah you know and it it's was not very like, important because i take my yeah. mom's to brunches all the time sure and she doesn't drink yeah, old lady, you know what I mean. So why would I have to pay a hundred dollars on limited mimosas? Right. For none of us drink, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, and she's she eats a piece of something, and that's yeah. about it. So, so you're just saying for the people, pay thirty five dollars to see us perform and do our thing and have a good time. Right. right. And if you want to eat and drink, they got shit there for you, exactly. and you're gonna enjoy. And and I'll uh, be drinking. Be, and on and and not <laughs> only that <laughs> is, and not only yeah. that is like, oh, we got. It's not I'll like be. an afterthought though, because the food, like, you're gonna go, okay. When you get there, you're gonna see this menu, and then you're gonna see this food coming out around you, and you're gonna be like, "Whoa, wait, everyone's gonna this eat." This not that yeah. kind of brunch. This the this the real deal. This <laughs> right. this food is ain't no eggs. Yeah, like <laughs> ain't no powdered eggs. Right. Like this is the real deal. So it's, it's who had powdered eggs? It's a great. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, who, I don't know anybody who does. But what I'm saying, no, it was just an example. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> I'm like, like, who had powdered eggs? But <laughs> all right. That along with the entertainment. Our goal, our mm. goal as owners are you go away with a complete experience. Right. Not a, yeah, the girls were great, but the food was not good. Yeah, 
the girls, I mean, the girls were okay, but the food was great. No, we want a full-on experience. So that's why we're very precise who comes in, who's going to work, who's not going to work, how we're going to work them. Um, we got a special guest um, for the first one. Who yeah. is it? Silky, Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Silky, yeah. She's going to. And you know, yeah. Silky don't want to go nowhere where the food ain't good. <laughs> that part. She from Mississippi. She don't play. <laughs> we're so excited to have Silky, though. Yes. Silky's always. But what people don't know about Silky, too, is that part of the sisterhood is amazing because even off camera or right. not in the public or not on social media, right. Silky is the sister that yep. is going to ride or die with you. She going to have your back. If you call her with a problem, I never get when my internet got my um my uh Instagram got hacked. Uh-huh. Baby, Silky found out my Instagram got hacked. Silky caught called to the head honcho over face. <laughs> she got to the top. <laughs> and they were calling me instantly. We will get this rectified for you. We need this information, that and other. Silky got everything got taken care of and got my stuff back for me. Yeah, she's a real friend. And to yours. be honest, yeah. we didn't invite her. <laughs> She invited, she invited herself. herself. She said, I'll be there. <laughs> she said, y'all opening? Wait, when? And that said, October 9th. She checked her schedule and she said, okay, I'll be there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was, so, it was a... That's dope. <laughs> amazing friend. Me. Amazing So, so it's going to be... Booked herself. I count, <laughs> I count five girls then. Yeah. Yes. Five, five girls. Okay. Five girls. All that's drag a big race. show. How, how long is it? How long did this run? Like a, like an hour, two hours? It's like an hour, an hour and a half. Uh-huh. Hour and a half 90, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 90 minutes show. Sounds good. And oh. it's not going to be like a one-on-one girl either. We designed no. the show to be like duets, um, trio. So the girls will like, interact with one another. Yes. Yes. It's okay. not going to be a lot of like blank spaces or blank, like literally. Like here's a girl. Yeah. Here's a girl. Here's a girl. No, yeah. it's going to be a lot of a lot of flips and twists and turns and really cool. Yeah. Well, this is really exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, a whole brunch of queens yes. coming to the Art House October 9th, 12 p.m. Get your tickets at Eventbrite. A whole brunch of queens, Alexis Mateo and Coco Montrese teaming up, becoming their own boss bitches, <laughs> running their <laughs> own bitch, shit. Bitch, bitch, bitch. This is exciting for us Go because we, from, from the beginning, we have been trying to open up something between us that can work. Mm-hmm. Um, branches are very in, but me and also me and Coco also have become um, partners on a um, business level. Yeah, business level now. So yeah. um, maybe a lot of different things will happen. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe a whole branch of queens will come to a city near you. Yeah. Or. A new tour, a new Come show. On. Tease it, Alexis. Tease it. Yeah. Tease it. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. fuck it yeah. Is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a business. Um, There's some other shows. There's some other shows that are going to be under our company um, for, for Queens by Queens Productions. There are going to be some other yeah. shows that we're putting on that are going to be great that people are going to love. Yes. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to... <laughs> Well, it'll be cool. Is this shows like drag shows? Or can porn? you say anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, la- there will be a lot of laughing. I'll just leave it at that because I don't want to put it out there and people don't get to. I want some more. Alexis, give me a little bit more no. than that. There will be a lot of laughing. There will be a lot of what laughing. What does that mean? You leave the people the just. The type of shows it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of laughing. A comedy show? Okay. It's makeup tutorials by Coco Montrese. Co- now that'll be a lot. Alexis is quick with That you. will be a laughing. She's always ready for Makeup you. tutorials That's by Coco hilarious. Montrese. Girl, I probably put out a makeup line and people will probably buy Tiny. it. Tiny. <laughs> Tiny makeup tutorial. You think they buy your makeup? They probably buy my makeup. 
they buying all this other stuff from other people. <laughs> <laughs> Folks out here thinking that they singers and stuff on, on uh, Drag Race. Right. <laughs> Why not? Oh, <laughs> uh, you coming? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just saying. Look, look. Alexis said. Okay. Alexis said. This is the, look. The, we went from go deep, no sleep to the two. I know. I <laughs> Go deep. No see. Let's talk about J-Lo. Because here's the thing. Oh, here's the thing. God. People give J-Lo a lot of flack. Mm -hmm. And I love Alexis is here because she can give us something about Latino culture and stuff like that, too, with this situation. Okay. For me, I absolutely love J-Lo. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that she is very open about if her love works, if it doesn't work. If, it, if She's not. She's unapologetic about that. And I don't find anything wrong with it. I think that people get offended by the fact that J-Lo does that because they can't have <laughs> multiple people. I think that that's the issue with J-Lo. It's not that people are upset that she's doing what she's doing. I think what she's doing offends them because they can't do it. I think what she's doing is what they all do. It's just right. that she's just... In a public eye. She's just in a public eye. I don't think that she's any different. And I think J-Lo is a dynamic performer, a beautiful fucking spirit. Um, I, I've loved to see her throughout the years not fucking change because she still looks like how she did when she did Selena's like what the fuck like right. you that, are an alien is that natural Latino culture though for, to be yes. that unapologetic and just keep yes. going if it don't you know, work out you keep is, going huh? what else is um, amazed to me because we're also very jealous it's a very jealous culture mm -hmm. right you know Latinos just like a black community we we take pride in what we have and we kind of protect it. Yeah. Um, what is amazing and surprisingly chalk about this situation with J Lo is the fact that everybody celebrates her failures so yeah. much. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know? What's her failures that get celebrated? Um, like people celebrate make, make fun of wait, people make fun of her and celebrate every breakup she has yeah you can see it on oh. the comments like oh somebody posts the news oh j-lo engagement is off and people were like oh she's she's up for the next one oh that's what you get like people mm. celebrate that and it's yeah. it's horrible because mm. it takes away from what jennifer lopez should be celebrated for right she's a you she's know? a beautiful woman who does not take it doesn't matter how beautiful the man is. It does not matter what the man brings to the table. She has enough for herself to walk away at any moment. And I think that's out of respect for herself. Right. And she does it. And I, I. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with a hopeless romantic. Right. Yeah. I think that we were born the same day. Me and Jennifer Lopez had the same birthday. No shit. Now yes. that's interesting. We are Leos. And that explains why we look alike. Um, really? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but no but you look more like mark anthony than j-lo wow I'll take, it. I'll take it but i think it's beautiful though i think it's beautiful if a person can go through a breakup because i know i've gone through a breakup where it was so bad i thought right. you know what i'll never date again fuck this this right. is this is ridiculous why right. why would i want to do this again? why would i put myself through all this fuck drama? that <laughs> but you see somebody like j-lo who keeps trying even though she's in the public eye and even I though just, she doesn't need it even though oh, she doesn't let's be realistic she can have anybody she wants Absolutely. to every day she can have yeah. she can stay alone She's an entrepreneur. She's yeah. a millionaire. She's a successful woman. Respect, she doesn't need respect it. Respect all the way around to so, her. So, yes. A-Rod was so beautiful, though. <laughs> you stupid. 
I don't the know. Fact, the fact that she keeps trying for love <laughs> is awesome. I she mean, that, I think so. That's she that's also that comes with the Latino culture. We were all raised to oh, find that person. The, yeah, because she was at the inauguration with him one day, and then the next day they was not together. And I was so hurt, not just for her, but for <laughs> me. I was hurt. So what's weird about this is because she's because she's in the public eye, like in the public, public, public eye. She can go to an event one day and it's going to live on in a news cycle for like a few weeks. And right. she could have had a bad argument with that person that night, like right. any other human being might do. But because of her, because of who she is, it's weird. Oh, like, yeah. Isn't it, it, I, it's, it happens to me. That's what I tell you. was one of the most yeah. hardest part of my breakup that even though I'm not at the level that she is, yeah, you I'm kind of like to a sub right. famous person. For sure. Um, it was it was so public and it was difficult to see how many people judge it yeah. from different points of view. Right. Um, as you can try, as you, are you still in a dark place and trying to figure out how you're going to get out of it? Yeah. You're also reading all this online right. and seeing how people make fun of it and right. celebrate that it's finally over right. and things like that. Um, it just, it takes a little while to, to digest. Right, but um, it's it's real. Right, yeah. it's right. real. It's people that don't even know what happens. Right, who telling the story? Right, you know. Right, um, you don't even know why Jennifer Lopez doesn't continue her marriage. Right, right, right. You, right, know, right, you right. don't even know what's happening there. It's that's so why I think. I mean, that's why when when everybody was like, "Oh, her and Ben Affleck were here just last week. They got married here in Vegas quietly and stuff," and people were like, "Ah, oh, I can't believe she." And I'm like. Y'all, I would have done the same fucking thing. Y'all are y'all are ruthless. Yeah. Let this woman live and 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 find her way however she wants to find her way. That's right. not Oh, it was people on the internet trying to decide if Beyonce should have stayed with Jay Z or not after Be after Jay Z cheated. As if they had I was any like, hold on, how did how do you know Jay Z cheated? Right. <laughs> how do you know they're separating? Yeah. Who's who's thinks that she's reading this to decide if she should stay or not? <laughs> like, but that's right. the smartest couple in the world for me because which girl, Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> to to take to take something that's supposed to be so publicly humiliating and private and turn it into two. Major albums, major for both of them, yeah, was one of the most genius. genius things I've ever seen in my life. Not only a, right. not only major albums, but major tours oh that my God, came it was insane. from. I mean, they monetized their pain, and they spoke, right. and they, and not even just they, they said, "If I gotta well, tell my story, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make exactly." Some. But and the they, problem is that they're influencers in our time, and they have to do that. Yeah. yeah, because they are real people. That's right. what what that's what people forget about it. These are human beings with fame. That's, right. that's about they, it. That's because right. Because for the typical, well, I won't say typical because that sounds shady. I was gonna say <laughs> for the typical black woman. No, for the normal black woman. Yeah. To watch somebody like Beyonce go through that, it put a whole nother twist on it for them because they're like, well, wait a minute, if that could happen to Beyonce, mm -hmm. I it could happen to me. It's happened right. to me. But I can take from her experience and her music and the pain from her music to help heal me and right. liberate me to move on and be like, yeah, this happens to the best of us. Right. Yeah. It's okay. You, you can know? do something creative with the emotions that you are experiencing when you're trying to heal, right. which I think is what Beyonce showed the world how to do. She right. made lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. And it was the most amazing thing. And that's what thing. we're doing. We're making lemonades out of that's lemons. That's exactly what yeah, you both are doing. Out of trauma or anything. We that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. So is this Jennifer Lopez. I don't know if you guys have watched the movie mm -hmm. Marry Me. 
I did. Um, we watched the commercial because you're in it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was very specific about a lot of questions that we have from Jennifer Lopez and her relationships mm-hmm. and how she compared it with the public eye. I see. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a smart movement for her to explain her side of the story. And not only that, but also give a music album out. Right. Dedicated to that. Dedicated line. to that, yeah. Um, marry me is just a wish. Yeah. Literally, all of us will like to find love and marry that person and have a person always with you. So, yeah. It's just a wish. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a break and come <laughs> back. But when we come back, we're going to come back with what Alexis is looking for in a man. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this is Go Deep, No Sleep. We'll be right back. Go Deep, No Sleep. Uh. Daddy. Let me see here. <laughs> okay, folks, we are back with the Go Deep No Sleep podcast. Um, I got Coco Montrese, Alexis Mateo. My name is Jazzy. And it's time to get, you know, it's time to get funky. Get in Alexis's business just a little bit. Oh, politely, no. politely. Yeah. I won't dig too far deep. <laughs> I already know the answers to all these questions. You do? Okay, wait. Let's play a game. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna ask you questions about Alexis, and I want to see if she get it right. And you let me know if okay. Here we go. What type of what type of man is Alexis looking for? Looking for? I don't think she's looking for anything. <laughs> is that the right answer? <laughs> okay. All right. But I think if a man comes along, there's a yeah. few requirements he would have to have, and they are. And well, first of all, number one, that he has to have his own career already set up what he's trying to do and where he's trying are to these the things you want for her or is these no, the things that she actually i know my friend i know what she she ain't having it she ain't having it okay does he have to have his own career does he have to have his own company yes. business okay no not company business but i but, i would like if i'm gonna pair myself with somebody yeah i want that person to be goal oriented okay right. all right now it he has to be balanced though he can't be goal so goal oriented that he's in competition with alexis Cause that's not gonna that's not gonna gel well, right? Cause there, when you're in two different lanes, you shouldn't be competing. And if you're together, have you had have you had boyfriends try to compete with you or people yes. dating trying? To, oh, really? Yes. Okay. All so, right. All right. Um, uh, and, um, that was than, very clear. Yes. Other than that, <laughs> huh. she's she's looking for a very a good lover. What do you mean by that? Um, a balance between a balance between um, being sensitive, but then being powerful. Sensitive and powerful at the same time. Like you got to be able to be define sensitive and powerful. Oh shit! I don't know. Okay, that's in English. <laughs> sensitive. Okay, <laughs> he has to be. He has to be attentive and sensitive to her needs. Okay, but he also needs to still be strong and powerful. There's something about Alexis. She might not say it out public, but Alexis. You about to likes, say it in public? She likes a man to take charge. Dominator. I won't say dominate her, but to take charge. In a loving way. <laughs> you like on you, your face? Is it like um Okay. Is it is it like is it like you desire a strong but strong but sensitive? Sensitive. I am yeah. I'm a strong person, so I will have right. I, yeah, the person. He needs to, to be, be strong, strong. Yeah. But you are is it true that you desire sensitivity? Like she's yes. saying? Okay. Hands down. I okay. think that's what I've been missing yeah. for other relationships. Gotcha. Um Sensitivity, I think um, people also have to understand my career, mm-hmm. yeah. um, how passionate I am about it, mm-hmm. and my lifestyle. Right. She wants somebody to share in her success, but also allow her that space. 
right. uh, share in my success, but allow me that space to to actually absorb it and enjoy it. You know, be be the one. You could you can walk the red carpet sometime with me, or you can stay at home. It's either what or I don't right. care. Just as long as you yeah, it takes a very you. a very strong person. Let me ask you this though: Can you handle someone who is just as famous as you? I can. You can. Okay. I have done it before. Yeah. I dated somebody that is in the entertainment industry. For sure. Um, it didn't bother you. It's good. a good feeling. Well, Alexis good. has been like that, even with her friendships, because we, like she said before, mm-hmm. she would literally, literally, she took off the year at Miss America. Yeah. To actually support me and dress me and be there for me. Right. When everybody already knew who Alexis was, Alexis had already been on um, the season. I think you had already yeah. been on your se- had just been on your season. Yeah. So when she got there, she was still to everybody. She was a celebrity. Right. But Alexis was not there in that capacity. Alexis was like, Bitch, I'm here to help my friend. I'm not, right. I, you know, I'll take a picture with y'all, but I'm here to make sure my friend is together to do the pageant. She's yeah. not ego-driven. Alexis is not an ego. Um, her ego is not so big that she can't, you know, be, be there for her friend or be there for her partner or her mate. Yeah. And they're having a big moment. That's great. Okay. All right. Alexis, t- tell me, tell me, what do you want to avoid? <laughs> what, what don't you want? want? Well, I don't want a lot of things. <laughs> Too many things to count, huh? Uh, no, um, I'm actually a pretty open person. All right, I learned, yeah, um, about people's personalities and things like that, and mm-hmm. I kind of like mold myself, yeah, to it. You know, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, you got to change, baby. You know, I don't mm-hmm. like this about you. You know, like you're yeah. gonna have to like I have to adapt myself. I know everybody have a life before we meet or something like that. Sure, so, sure. Um, things that I do not like, like I said before, is the goal situation. If mm-hmm. I see that you have no, no future, no or goals, like, no, that you're no not ambition, little, you're yeah. not ambition enough for you're me. Living just day to day, like. Yeah. Um, yeah, go out to the bar Can't and do just, it. That if I don't see it, it's, yeah. it's a it's a letdown for me. Yeah, because I do have a lot of dreams. Some of them are not even real. I probably would never have them. No, <laughs> don't say I that. Do, but I do you have. have I dream. I'm a dreamer, baby. I'm sorry. Something inside me is probably like a little kid with three years old. Um, they still live there and jumps around my body. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. So I, I want that person to have a lot of goals. So you can't have somebody in your energy holding your dreams down yeah, back, no, or I, like and I want, I want to slowing that, you down. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that person success. I want that person to work for and towards what they want. And I want, I want, I want a dreamer. You okay. know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You need somebody you can dream with together. You yes. want the dreams. You want that. It's it's the best feeling when you have somebody that's like, yeah, you want, oh, you oh you want a fourteen bedroom house? Okay. Cool. Well, that's why me and Coco cool. are good friends because I just said, you know, some of my dreams will never happen, and she will be like, "You never say never." Do like, you do you cook? <laughs> do you cook for your man? Um, I don't cook. I don't clean. But let me tell you, I got. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that sounds like a pointed question. <laughs> no, I don't. But did you know that's how he said, "Will you cook for your man?" And his eyes stayed uh-huh. right no, here. I don't. I don't cook. <laughs> I don't. Will cook. you cook for your man? Uh huh. It's like I cook. Uh, 
It's funny I that she cook. thought that was about her and had nothing to do with her. I was really just Did asking. Did you cook for your man? I cook. All know. six you of them? You might not want to eat. <laughs> Whatever, That's bitch. a lot of cooking. No, bitch. That was an honest question. I, I mean. I do cook. I, yeah. I, I'm never. Okay, my issue is a culture issue. Okay. So I grew up my entire life with Latin food. Yeah. Um, I always believe that nobody cooks like my mom. Mm-hmm. So I never try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I moved to United States, and that's when yeah. I and I was independent by myself. So I kind of like got used to the American way. Mm-hmm. So for me, when you say cooking, I I what I get in my head is my home cook. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I cannot you make can that. I can that. make you a burger though. I see. You know I see what, I mean? what but you're I saying. But I cannot cook you a right. Like you know, people cops. Oh my God, Alexis Puerto Rican, make me some Puerto Rican rice. I'm like, oh, yeah. you don't want my rice. <laughs> you know, like it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not gonna taste like my mom. Hey, let me ask. Let me ask you this about relationships. Do you believe in gender roles? Uh, gender roles, as like, like the you know, the, gender now is a big topic. Yeah, it is a big topic. So, gender roles, like the the more feminine um, archetype in a relationship, should right. do the more um the, the should be associated with the roles associated with like a woman in a, in a, in a right. hetero relationship right. right which means like the tr- traditionally speaking the cooking the cleaning right um you know well we can i don't know how deep we want to go but you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> do, do you believe in some of that or do you do or do you think like we should just do what we do best you know right. whatever i'm good at i do whatever I, you're good at you do in past relationships i have not go for the gender role yeah um i think it limits me yeah as a person yeah um i'm gonna go with the flow kind of person uh-huh. if i have to get dirty and hard on something i do it yeah. if i have to be the most soft one i do it um, so you can be both yeah i'm yeah. kind of like it's, it's about it's about the situation is there is there a role that you prefer even though um, you are capable of doing both i don't know okay i haven't experienced it yet Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know which one I I, I have done everything. Yeah. I just haven't played one which yet. One you, yeah, okay. Continue continuously to yeah. like pick. Consistently uh, enough yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Like in my younger years, like in college, like 20, 21, 19, I Before only played the gender role <laughs> to satisfy the public. And what I mean by that was in public, I it was not a conversation. We were not gonna talk about it. People would right. see me with my boyfriend and they would be like, oh, she's so she's cute. Look at their husband and wife. They're so <laughs> cute together, whatever, whatever. No idea what's going on in our bedroom. Right. I didn't want to. I. We don't need to get into it. Why? Oh, I'm, huh? What was going on in the bedroom that was... Uh, it what wasn't did, what, what did they people, perceived. Yeah, it people was, perceived you to be the bottom. Right. He's going to say it. Right. People oh, perceived we, you oh to, so we are talking about sexual gender. No, all of it. All, all of it. it. I mean, gender I'm roles, <laughs> in, period. I mean, the out, outer appearance Sex of is a part of it, right. of course, yeah. you know. But to public, I mean, he was 6'4", yeah. I was 5'4". Yeah. People are not going to, the last thing people are going to think is, oh, Coco is you know, the top. that's the guy. Like tree, wow. but, uh, right. but they didn't know you like to climb trees, oh, huh? Oh, baby, I would climb a tree like I was no. a, I was about to say I would climb a tree like I was a monkey. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Listen. No pun intended. I'm done with but this. But I don't mind climbing a oh, tree. Oh, God. No, I didn't mean it like that. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't have, I didn't have a problem climbing a tree. And my thing was this. To the public, if they want to believe something different, I'm not there to bust that bubble. Right. right. And I'm not going to put him on. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm not going to put the boyfriend on, on blast or anything. Yeah. For what? No it, reason. Yeah. What we do in our bedroom is fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm a happily happy wife. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, sure am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you—that's how I mean by playing the because, general role. Yeah, because it's it's literally like it's literally a couple's business. Yeah, it's private. You know? It is a couple's business, and it's up to them if they want to disclose that publicly. But I just—I've never—I've yeah. yeah. always played more than one role in my relationships. Right. Back when I was young, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This going to shit. Look, look. <laughs> a mess. <laughs> oh, back my when God. I was younger. Back, uh, when back, we way were back, young. way back. <laughs> so okay. no, so so you're down with with any with with anything? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm you're good open. at that. You like all, do you like all races? Um, yes. Do you like all sizes? Yes. Okay, but um, I don't um, have a lot of experience in a lot of them. Okay, <laughs> to be honest, who do you rock with the most? Like, who do you gravitate towards the most? Well, because I was Latino, I have a lot of relationship with Latino guys. But okay, I think it was the problem with communication. Okay, um, now that I um, communicate more in different languages, um, yeah, I'm experiencing more of that. Now, yeah. now you sleep with black guys, but do you date black guys? I want to. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Whoa! <laughs> How do you know I sleep with black what guys? First Mama, twenty-two years. No, I tell you, um, I haven't had a chance to date a African American guy. If that's what you're asking, I'm kind of like scared. Why? I don't know. She never dated one, but she's <laughs> definitely been with one. <laughs> I've with many, several. <laughs> Why with have many. you never dated one? You want to or no? Um, I would. I would not be opposed if I absolutely okay. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The well, biggest surprise of my life is um, how how well I do with surprising my own self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what makes you? you what gives you a little a little like anxiety about a black dude? About dating, they said they got big dicks, and if <laughs> well, you fuck them though, you know that already. Yeah, but if what happens if I if, you have yeah. to get it all the time, <laughs> then you're like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, it is a lot of preparation, mentally and physically. <laughs> oh and, uh, gosh, that's hilarious! It's not like I throwing mean, a hot I dog still, down a hallway. Uh huh. It's I still a team Alexis. Does your man need to <laughs> but, be spiritual? Um, Do you require anything in that realm of? I I am not a not religious. Right. Not really not, not I don't religious. practice religion. Yeah. But I do I was raised Catholic. Okay. Um I do believe in God. Okay. And it's funny because we were just talking about this mm-hmm. yesterday that I was dating somebody a couple of a, a year ago mm-hmm. and the person didn't share the same views. Religious okay. um, views on sure. me. And I thought it was not gonna affect me, but it did affect me. It did affect me. On Christmas time, it did. Okay. <laughs> because I didn't was know he... how much uh, I didn't understand how much uh, Christianity rules in my world. Aha! You this know? is a part of you. Yeah, like yeah. from Thanksgiving 
Yeah. To Christmas, you know. Oh, you met somebody that don't celebrate those holidays or something? No. Ooh. And it was not it because it was not that they're not religious. It's that right. they have a different religion than me. Mm-hmm. Right. And I and I gave them an opportunity that I just didn't have. I don't understand how can I teach somebody about God that were not raised by God. Mm-hmm. You know what mm. I mean? So. What, what was his, you have to say his name. What was his religion though? I mean, the people are curious. He was Buddhist. <laughs> Like oh, okay. And, okay. You know, they have a different pattern, yeah. pattern of everything. Yeah. Um, it's nothing bad. It's literally the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. different. It's funny <laughs> but that was hard. That was hard for you it was in, hard. in that moment. It was hard. Um, it got to the point when um okay, let me let me explain the, the situation. Um I invited him to meet my parents yeah. for Christmas. Okay. And he felt uncomfortable about the timing. The holiday. The holiday, uh, and he felt uncomfortable because he didn't know the holiday, mm-hmm. and he was open to learn. But I just feel like that was something that I brought up from uh, since I was born. Right. So it's kind of difficult to learn the feeling of Christmas, and the you feeling. can't teach that yeah, sentiment. That is, it was difficult, and then it affected yeah. the way that I saw the relationship for our future. I see with. With so many things like Easter Day, right, mm-hmm. and um, you know, like it's so many things yeah. attached. Our own money says, "In God we trust." Mm-hmm. Um, everything surrounds. It's me. actually more so not a. It's not like a meeting of the mind spiritually. Right. It's like a lack of the meeting of the minds culturally, right? It, and then which I was kind of through the vehicle of of re- religion, right. but yeah, but I it's was very culture. excited that he wanted to learn about my religion. But then I said, right. I, I have to learn about his too. Yeah, and I'm not opposed, but it's just like, I, in my head, it was exhausting. <laughs> right, and that's probably how he like, felt too. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but that's interesting. A, I mean, but it's still a good requirement to actually be like, if you're gonna be with somebody, they have to believe in something. Right, that's enough to be a little bit more open and allow them yeah. opportunity to, and it's allow you opportunity to grow and learn about a different religion and stuff like that. But right. like I say, I'm not religious at all, and I grew up. I'm a pastor's kid. I'm not religious at all. Right. I'm spiritual. Yeah. I believe in spirit. I believe in energy. I believe in all of that. Right. But I don't like if if there was somebody that was Buddhist that I was dating or something like that. Then I mean I would allow them that. Now I would know of hand like okay Christmas, New, um, Easter, these kind of holidays. I'm gonna have to go over here <laughs> with my family. You go do what you gonna do, but you know this time I'm gonna be over here. Right, right, right. You right. know, in our heads we have a a wish. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Things that you think you wish it would happen when you have a partner. I just didn't see those things happening the way I always wanted to. Right. So. Okay, let me ask you this. Because you got a little height to you. Does your man have to be tall? Um, <laughs> Sadly, I, I am in love with tall guys, but okay. I have never dated one. Oh. Everybody has always been shorter than me. Okay. Um, Is that? Yeah. <laughs> but you, you would prefer a tall guy. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm attracted to very tall guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, but it had never happened. I mean, that's not a requirement. Right, right. That makes sense. But like, it's a preference. We putting it out there. That's okay. Yes. I mean, whatever. Yes. You know, you never know. Somebody <laughs> might. So how tall are you? 5'10". How, how tall you want your guy to be? I don't care. Like, no. <laughs> no. Manifest, like, manifest, manifest your man, them. girl. Higher than, a high, uh, like, six. Taller than at me, least like six. six. At least yeah. six. Six, two. 
Oh, six, six two. two. Who's mm-hmm. six two? No, I just say you want somebody six two. Six two. <laughs> right. Or you could get a sugar daddy. Okay, let me ask. I got. <laughs> he love me. He I got me one. His I got one more question oh, about yeah. your future man. Uh huh. Is actually does he have to be a man? Does he have to identify as a man? Yes. Are you op- okay? So you're not into female no. at all. You're not into trans women. No. At all. Trans men? Um, no. No. Bitch, no. trans men are hot. So yeah. just it's a yes for me. So just <laughs> yes. just men for you. Just cisgendered yes. men, excuse me. I consider myself a gay man. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm attracted to gay men. I'm uh-huh. not attracted to straight men at all. Mm. <laughs> You're not so, attracted to straight men. No. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I, I like gay men. I like Yeah. How do you know? You gotta be a man. How do you? What do you mean by you're not attracted to a straight man? Like you? Because you know, like sometimes people, especially when we do the profession we do, yeah, um, they assume, assume that uh-huh. we are at the bar men. trying to. I know exactly fish, where you're going. Um, so you're just making men. it clear that you're not interested in straight. So let me ask: you, if you're physically attracted to a man and you don't know if he's gay or straight, the minute you find out he's straight, you're like, "Boop!" Is that what it's like? I will have sex with him. Oh. <laughs> But that's about it. <laughs> hey, I thought you said you're not attracted to straight men. Oh, yeah, I'm attracted to men. Okay. I just would not date, date a straight, a straight man. man. Oh, but you like fuck him down. Baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel. Okay, that's a great clarification. Right back to his wife. That's a great yeah. clarification. Right back. No, baby, this is not a relationship. Uh, you call at three in the morning. That's the only time you call. This is not a relationship. And that's not what I want either. I'm sleeping, bitch. (laughs) Okay, real quick. One more time, Coco, before we go, and because we had a little camera problem earlier, a whole brunch of queens. A whole bunch of queens. At the Art House. Art House, October 9th. October 9th at 12 p.m. 12 p.m. The cost is $35 on eventbrite.com. You have to get your tickets on Eventbrite. You have to get your tickets there. Don't come to the door thinking you special or cute. Because we're going to tell you, <laughs> go to the side, go <laughs> on the web, get on your phone, get your ticket. And you're going to be embarrassed if your service ain't working because you can't get, listen. Oh, if it go, raise capacity. Right. Oh, right, which there we are go. almost at already. It's crazy. <laughs> so, I, so let's just make it very, very clear. A whole bunch of queens. And the the Instagram is at... The Instagram is... A whole bunch, a whole bunch of, of queens. queens. A whole bunch of, a whole queens. Bunch of queens. And you must follow and you must see what they're doing. I got my ticket, folks. Follow, subscribe, do all of that. You got to <laughs> do it. The Alexis Mateo, Coco Montrese are teaming up for an amazing fucking show. They're bringing their friends. Can we just announce them again? Jasmine Kennedy. Jasmine Kennedy. Deja, Deja Sky. Sky. And, and silky nutmeg ganache and she don't play no fucking games Mm-mm. and we're so excited that you guys are doing this alexis thank you for coming yes. here can you give your um social right fast yes you can follow me on instagram at miss alexis mateo and i also have a website called miss yeah. alexis mateo as well perfect perfect and what's your like upcoming project outside of a whole bunch of queens <laughs> Where are you going to be next? Well, they can they can find you at RuPaul's Drag Race yes, Live on select I'm, dates. Yeah, I'm there at RuPaul's Drag Race Live. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a uh, South California tour coming up. Oh. I'm also going to be at Paso, Texas, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, um, Clearwater, Florida, and in the new year, I'm yeah. going to Tokyo, Japan. Damn. So all this information is on your website yes. or Instagram? <laughs> 
Okay, because, <laughs> all right, so if you can keep up with Alexis, and she's going to be everywhere doing everything. Stop con. And maybe <laughs> everybody, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> hey. Maybe I might join her. The facts. <laughs> you facts. said it. facts. You said <laughs> I'm going to ignore that comment. Girl, I got whiplash. <laughs> Say what? You know what? <laughs> Why well, I can't. Why well, can't join Alexis? Right. Shit. We going. Mm. We going. We going on the hunt. <laughs> Shit. No. <laughs> Y'all scavenger hunt. <laughs> All right, Coco. Um, give your social. Coco Montrees. The only Coco Montrees. The only. Coco the only Coco Montrees on mm-hmm. um, Instagram. Uh, everything else. The website is misscocomontrees.com. Uh, just put it in the internet. Google it, and it'll everything will pop up. Perfect. And I'm Jazari underscore music. Of course, you can follow Go Deep No Sleep at Go Deep No Sleep LV on Instagram. Visit the website, GoDeepNoSleep.com. If you want to follow my vocal group, it's These Guys Worldwide everywhere. And we just love you guys for listening. This has been an amazing conversation. Hope you guys really go and support my girls. They really need your support. They're taking their careers into their own hands, and they need to know that y'all are still riding with them. So do not front on them. Go to Eventbrite right now. Don't do it later do it right now it's $35 (laughs) don't waste any time just go and do it you will be be very happy it's going to be a party yes yeah i will be high and lit and drunk (laughs) and that that and fuck all y'all for saying i be looking like with my eyes i'll have shades on for you welcome to go deep no sleep (laughs) i don't give a fuck let me tell you something all right anyway so uh we love you and um we'll see you next week bye Go deep, no sleep.